Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hello, good evening, and welcome to our front. My guest tonight is the Ghanaian MP for North Town and ranking member on the Foreign Affairs Committee, Samuel Okujato Ablakwa. He'll be joining us to discuss the recent exposés of alleged corruption scandals under the current government. In recent weeks, he has released documents pointing to questionable dealings regarding the allocation of over 60 acres of prime land at the Kotoka International Airport to a company. He's called the Heaven Builders Limited has ties to government officials and was unqualified for such a lucrative deal. We will be pressing Mr. Blacker on the evidence he has uncovered, including corporation records, valuation of land deals and internal government documents that he claims reveal a scandalous amount of profits for this company. In addition to this, we will be discussing perhaps the biggest thing from yesterday. That's that Occupy BOG protest. I mean, he and other MPs were leading that particular pursuit. Perhaps we should rather start from there and get to Parliament for some reaction to the protest and the calls for the Governor of the Bank of Ghana to be removed. Let me go to Asante Atim North, where the Member of Parliament and the appeal could be joins me right now for some thoughts on this particular call on the Bank of Ghana Governor to be removed. He is crucial because he recently led a similar call on the finance minister to be removed by the president. That really has not yielded much results. But Honorable and the appeal could be your welcome to our front. If you can hear me say, you're welcome to our front. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Let me start from the point. I mean, you, you have not been afraid to share your thoughts with the people of this republic. Are you one of those in support of the calls for the removal or the resignation of the governor of the Bank of Ghana? Uh, to tell you the truth, I am not one of them, and I have never stated anywhere that I am calling for the removal of the governor. But if uh, my colleagues on the other side think that there is something or evidence to support their claim, 
uh, there is always a process. And you don't abort a legal process and use unconventional means to want to effect that kind of change that you're talking about. Mm. If, if they want to justify their claim, there is a process for them to take. And let them be seen to be taking that process. Because no. the laws of the country is that he who appoints deserves the right to disappoint. And the appointment went through a process. So also is the, the laws define the processes of pleading for disappointment. So it is not in anybody's will to come out and say that just uh, disappoint this person. You have to make the prayer to the appointing authority and justify your claim for a non-performance which warrants the disappointment. So they must be procedural in establishing their claim. It cannot be set on lawfulness and or unlawful approach. They must be legally procedural in pursuing a claim. Now, you say that because they are back of the demonstration and demanded the resignation of the uh, governor of the Bank of Ghana, that's unlawful? I'm not saying that's unlawful. That's okay. only just information in the air. Because who are they speaking to? Uh, whoever they submitted their petition to, does that person have the capacity and legal authority to effect that change? If the answer is no, they are in a world good case. Mm. Okay, now I, I get your point. So this is a plea, and I recall when you were also asking for the finance minister to leave office or be sacked, your claim was that there is either a legal or a political route in demanding these costs. Is there really anything wrong with the NDC choosing the political route and call on the man to go? In our case, our address was directed at the president. Okay. Who is legally mandated to effectuate our request. What I'm saying is that if you continue to stand on the pocket, you shout that somebody must be removed. And your shouting is directed at people who don't have the necessary capacity and legal authority to effect or effectuate your right or your demand. Then you will be speaking to the wrong person. Mm. Now, now I, 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 I get your point. So if they expect somebody to perform, person to their claim, then they should direct their prayer to the right of person. And by the right office, you mean the President of the Republic of Ghana? Sure, exactly. So this demonstration in the street is very unnecessary. But from your so evidence... Let them direct their attention to the appointee, no, to the appointer, for him to be able to disappoint the appointee. But if you speak in the airport, a hundred years, and you are not directing your request appropriately, it has no effect. But some will say that perhaps they learned a lesson or two from your engagement. You asked the president to remove the finance minister. Yes. That did yes. not happen. He's mm -hmm. not acted on it. So how yes. would they use a similar route? Look, uh, the, the constitution of Ghana and the ruling in the case of... Um, um, Ghana Bar Association versus Attorney General. The ruling is that such agitation 
such prayer upon the president has only a persuasive effect and that he is not bound by your demand. And therefore, you may have to uh, direct your attention to the president and uh, justify your claim in the expectation that the president may be convinced and act upon him. But if you choose to go to the street shouting to me, person who has no legal authority to do what you can, then you will be wasting your breath. Mm. Now, I, I want to also pick your thoughts on the very issues for which they want the governor of the Bank of Ghana to leave office. Some of them they have articulated to include his actions in office, having to, I mean, they use the word print, a lot of money to help government out when government was in crisis. They say they didn't go through the parliamentary approval process that was required, and that to them was problematic. They have also made reference to the Bank of Ghana's new office they are building, the earthquake-resistant uh, office they are actually putting in place. They believe it's a central bank that's gotting the wrong priorities. Okay. They also believe that, they, okay, so I thought you were intervening, so maybe start with these two. Are they legitimate issues? Uh, if they are, uh, it, it, it depends on the evidence they provide. And I have, I have no judicial uh, authority to pronounce on even their evidence. Uh. And let me uh, direct them to Article 41 uh, G or H. Uh, when you see uh, public finance being dis uh, misplaced or desired wrongly, or being abused, you have a right of action before the court. And if you go there and provide the necessary evidence to convince the court, you will be given you will be given judgment which is enforceable on a state institution or persons in authority. So once you want somebody to act, and indeed if you you enter judgment against and they didn't perform, you could come back to court for a mandamus order to compare them to perform. They are afraid to come back for contempt action. So that is a judicial process, judicial direction, judicial journey to take. If you cannot do that, then you have to use the alternative political action by making your prayer to the president, who is the appointer of the appointee. It, is, it doesn't lie in your mouth. Yeah, I, 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 get, I get your point. Uh, the question I'm asking you is that you are a member of I, parliament. Indeed, you are ranking on the subsidiary legislation committee. You're yes. also a member of the holding offices of profit committee and also yes. the trade industry and tourism committee of parliament. Yes. My question directly to you is whether or not the governor of the Bank of Ghana sought permission to do the additional burn, or if you like to call it that way, uh, the, the money he gave to government, whether I sought permission from you in Parliament. That's the question I'm, I'm asking you. The, I'm not privy to the kind of evidence you're preferring before me. I'm not privy. So I cannot make a pronouncement on that. But nevertheless, even if I was, and I made a pronouncement, what effect would we have on the decision that I expect the rightful person to make? I am not a judicial person to make a determination which is binding on the appointer. And therefore, I've shown them the direction. No way. Either go judicial way or go the political way. But it's not enough to 
just starts shouting in the air, in the feet, which has no binding effect. And uh, because That's this is... Yes, the, the, the outstanding question remains your quest as some members of the majority in Ghana's parliament to get Mr. Kenoforata out of the role as Minister for Finance. What is the status of that issue? To make that prayer to the president. Okay. And require the president to either accept our prayer or otherwise. So we did what was constitutional by way of laying a claim before the president. It was out, out of, um, it was up to the president mm -hmm. to listen to us and keep a decision this way or that way. And like the case I mentioned to you, he is not under obligation to take our claim. He may decide for us or may decide against us. And that's the letter and wording of our constitution. Mm. So if we want, we, we as Ghanaians, we want a decision of a group of Ghanaians to be binding on the president, we need to do the people by way of reviewing the constitution and making it a rule that he is bound by the decision of a group of people or parliament or that can, that in the institution for him as president. Has the president finally decided that Mr. Ferrata stays? Is there a decision that has been taken? The decision that we took was to pray on the president to remove Mr. Ferrata. We did what was constitutionally right for us to do by way of tabling mm. our request to him. And it's the president who has the prerogative to decide either for us or against us. And for now, any of such decisions have not matured. So I cannot even say that the president has declined okay. our prayer. I see. So also, I cannot say that he has acceded to our request. Mm. So we are still before the president, first one to our prayer to be. And that is as much as we can do within the constitutional arrangement. And it is for president to make a pronouncement error. If the president decides, not to make any pronouncement. There is no legitimate constitutional means to compare him to do what we expected him to do. So uh, the Supreme Court has made a determination that in such a circumstance, the constitutional catchword is made and right. there is not obligatory. It's not binding on you. I am I'm, I'm grateful to you, Honorable. I think your point um, is made. I am grateful to you for your time this evening, and I appreciate your thoughts on this matter. Thank you so much. The Member of Parliament for Asantea Team North, Andy Apiakubi, was the man I called in to hear some thoughts on the protest, the Occupy BOG protest, which really happened yesterday. And one of the, I won't say instigators, or... The people who led the... He's been leading protests for a long time. But, I mean, the people who led this particular protest is my guest in studio. I did tell you about that. It's not only protests he's been leading. He's taking on the job of investigative journalism, too. Okay, investigative oversight work by a member of parliament, too. He's taking that on. And he's spreading out a lot of papers on our table this evening.
You're welcome, Honorable. I hope you are doing well. I'm fine. Good to see you. Oh, you are looking very great. For somebody who's protesting about a lot of issues in the Republic of Ghana, you do not appear to be under the same pressure that we, the ordinary people, are. <laughs> yes. I thought you were rather looking. Oh, this is costume. Very, very prosperous. <laughs> <laughs> Good yes. to see you. Good Brilliant. To see you. So, I was speaking to the MP about the protest. He has a problem fundamentally with the route you chose. He believes that for a man who's appointed uh, through a process by the president, of course, your best option is to go back to that same leader and demand that he replaces or removes him, but not to embark on the demonstration and go and seek to present a petition to the same man to leave office. He believes that even though you can do that, it's not the very best of uh, options available. Good evening to you. Good evening to all our distinguished viewers. Um, listening to my colleague on the Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, it's difficult to get the logic and to uh, understand exactly what he is putting across. I mean... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This is um, an honorable member of parliament who not too long ago led a protest himself in parliament, which was quite historic and significant, calling on the finance minister to resign. He and his colleagues publicly held a press conference at the foyer in parliament and urged the president to fire him if the minister refuses to Sorry. resign and actually outlined a number of things they would not be doing, including not um, approving okay. the budget, not cooperating with government, and all of that. They didn't quietly go to the president's office to discuss with the president and ask the president to dismiss the finance minister. So what kind of contradiction, what kind of inconsistency is that? I mean, clearly, uh, my colleague, the Honorable Andy Apiakubi, is not on the right track. It is our constitutional right to demonstrate. It's guaranteed in the Constitution. It's enshrined in the Constitution. And it is one of the legitimate routes that any citizen can embark upon. This demonstration has been very, very successful. Mammoth attendance. The crowd was well-behaved. And I want to emphasize that because... We faced hurdles when we first notified the police in complying with the Public Order Act. The police went to court and said that, look, this demonstration could be potentially violent. It could even lead to a coup. The climate is not good oh, really? for demonstration. Yes, if you read their court documents. I mean, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. So I am glad that the demonstration has passed off incident-free. 
there was no uh, violence at all, no property was destroyed. Now it is clear to everybody that if there are any group of people who should be held in check, who we should worry about, it's not the masses who are protesting against bad policies, mall administration, corruption, looting, and all of the destruction that we see around us. It is rather the leadership who should be spoken to, who should be reined in, who all of us must be outraged you know, against. So I must commend the um, good people of this country who turned up in their numbers, a lot of compatriots who were supporting us on social media, you know, and uh, praying with us in full solidarity. The organizers did a great job. Uh, it was a coalition, though the minority called this demonstration. We had other political parties joining yeah. us. We had civil society organizations and many other, you know, interest groups joining us. I'm glad that uh, they all came and we presented a common front that, look, we have all had enough as a people, we are talking about a situation where, for the first time in the history of our country, look, let's not lose sight of the enormity of the mess that we are protesting against. For the first time in this country's history, the central bank, the lender of last resort, what should be the nerve center of our economy? The, 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 the bastion, I mean, where we all look up to if there's crisis. The only people who keep our reserves, whether it's cash or it's gold, for the first time, they have made losses, staggering amount, $60.8 Never happened in our history. Never, ever happened. For the first time, a negative equity of $55 billion. For the first time, our reserves are at an all-time low, even less than two months of import cover. Never happened. Then, in the midst of all of this, the 2022 financial statement reveals shocking levels of opulence, of profligacy. I mean, how much they are spending on gold watches, maintenance of vehicles, on plush travels. I mean, it's like they are in a bubble. They are not even conscious of what is at stake. And to make matters worse, in the midst of all of this, unprecedented losses, they decide that where they are now, operating from lavishly and dissipating our resources, is not comfortable enough. It's not befitting enough to quote Kenofuriate's words. They want a new head office. Of course, they've given excuses. I'm not reasons like um, the earthquake-prone nature of the place and the fact that they need a place that would appeal to the new financial hub that they want to be in the sub-region and beyond. I mean, you would not say this out. The, the, the earthquake yes. excuse is the most laughable. This is an environmental issue, which is a very serious it issue. Is that, so, look, as a country, if we want to designate some areas as earthquake-prone, where we shouldn't have offices, let's do that. Okay. Then we know it's a serious you know, commitment. That enclave has the AMA there. We don't care about the mayor of Accra. When the earthquake happened, the mayor can die. We have the Supreme Court in that same vicinity. We don't care about the chief justice and the judges of the apex court. They can die when an earthquake happens. We don't care about them. We don't care about the Methodist church, which is just across the street. 
one of my favorite churches I, 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 I like to visit, you know, even though I'm not a Methodist, but I just love Methodist hymns. You know, all those financial institutions, Barclays Bank, GCB, and others, we don't care about them. So it's the central bank wants to remove themselves alone, and then everybody else can die. I mean, let's stop this ridiculousness. It's so laughable. Look, the first time I read that statement, I was like, Wait, what do these guys take us for? They think we are zombies. They think that we are, we are not descending. We will fall for anything. In any case, hmm? let's say that there is some tractual integrity report. Yeah. Where is that report? We are members of parliament. Are, are there not areas of Accra along the coast are, that, are, has been, are, that has been designated earthquake prozones for a very long time? In fact, th- th- this is... Actually, actually... Yeah, we have known actually, this, right, for a very I, I, long, I have, long time. I have heard some experts say Way that. back in I've the heard some, I've heard some experts say virtually the whole of Accra. Oh, I see. Yes. So we should probably be, all be relocating, if that is there. Where they have... I mean, how far... The new head office. We walked yesterday. Yeah. Less than 15 minutes. We walked from... Circle. From the new head office place at Ridge, opposite the Ridge Hospital. And look at the contrast. Okay. You know, what President Mahama did and what they are doing with, with, with $300 million. In less than 15 minutes, we were at the old. You really think, the way earthquakes happen, we saw the recent earthquake, you know, in, in Morocco. We saw the one in Turkey. We, we, you really think that that's, that's close distance. If there's really going to be a terrible earthquake... They, are, they will be spared okay. where they have. So, look, let's, these are all cock and bull stories. They should treat us with some respect. In any case, even... I'm not sold on that idea. Even, if, even, even the financial hub part, the befitting place for uh, promotion of financial regulation in the sub-region, mindful of the fact that we have, after we also have a quest to make sure we lead that space on the continent. Uh, is, is, it, is it also far-fetched? What has the Africa continental free trade area got to do with the new Bank of Ghana office? And have you said that they need a more befitting institution with the structures that's required to actually promote the kind of trade and uh, Look, the kind of financial inclusion and, and, and the kind of uh, development that's required. This is something that they've been saying for a while. In fact, even the finance minister reiterated that. The question is, mm, the question most Ghanaians are very. I like to be very practical and simple. Let's break things down. There's always... A priority list. Mm. There's always policy choice. There's always something called discretion. Nobody has put a gun to anybody's head that if you don't do this today, you can't do it tomorrow. So even if they need to relocate, they need a new office. You have been at this place for about 60 years. What is so urgent? Look, we we'll have better times ahead. Mm. Can't we wait when those good times come? Then you can take these decisions. Who will then criticize you? But this started during the time that... It is not, again, again, it's not true. Oh, really? It is not true. I have secured, I've intercepted all the documents on this project. The board resolutions, I have the executive instrument that the the president did a compulsory acquisition. Again, that's another scandal on its own because the president should have stayed away from that particular land. 
that land is under litigation. Oh, okay. There's uh, a party who used that land for loan. Mm. And so now we have to, because Ivory Insurance is in court with, 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 that, with, 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 with that individual, we will soon have to pay compensation and also pay that loan. And the Bank of Ghana is aware. So if you look at the fact that these decisions could have waited, all of this points to how reckless this governor is. Look, all of us as parents, when times are tough, we know what we should prioritize. Yeah. If you haven't paid your children's school fees, and for a party, you won't throw a lavish party. I mean, how, how, how will <laughs> your, your children, your wife, your friends see you? So this is a very terrible time a very difficult time, a time that requires that you will really have to tighten your belt, you really have to be prudent. The decision started, the decision for this actual construction, it's important to point out that the process started in 2020. It is 12 October 2020 that they secured the land. Not 2018. No, 2020. Not even 2019. No, 2020. During COVID, I mean, what was good about 2020? At that time, we all knew there, there was a global economic crunch. We all knew that COVID was not only a public health crisis, it had also created an economic yeah. meltdown. We all knew that. So it is not true that they started this project in good times. October 2020. So this project should not have started at that time and should not be continuing. Yesterday, when we got to the location, you can tell that they are building so fast. It's the fastest growing project. If we can build so fast, why can't we build for the people of La? I will. The, the General Hospital. The La General Hospital. Down. Yes, that we pulled down. We and, now, to build and, and now we've told them that they will reconsider under Agenda 111. You know, I don't know if the agenda is then still 111 or is 112. You know, many years of deceiving the people of La. Healthcare is so important. So this project should have waited. It should have been suspended. I'll give you two very quick examples. In the United States of America, they had ordered a new presidential fleet. You know, Air Force One, there's always the main one and the yeah. decoy, you know, so it's always a fleet, at least two jets. In 2019, before COVID struck, they immediately called the manufacturers to defer that, look, they can't we, continue we, we, you cannot continue. Five years down the lane. Take Australia a few weeks ago. Australia put in a very impressive bid to host the Commonwealth Games. They won the right. Then, looking at the economic difficulties, the Prime Minister addressed the nation, the international community, that, look, we can't have challenges with youth unemployment, with uh, a, a, a difficult economy, challenges with health, challenges with, with education, and then spend so much, hundreds of millions of dollars on 11 days of fanfare and games, after which we will have to bear the brunt. And all the analysis, there's even an Oxford report, which reveals that no country really, when they host these games, no country recoups its investment. You make losses. What countries take is just the brand promotion, you know, the recognition, 
and the goodwill that they get. But in terms of finances, you make, you make losses. So the Australians pulled out. That is what responsible leadership is about. That is what sensitive leadership is about. Compassionate leadership is about. So this Bank of Ghana project should not be continuing. It, 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 it shouldn't be. It, you, this and, 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 yeah. and you see, you look at the fact that that project itself has come to epitomize the scandalous nature of this government. It starts at $81 million. That is a PPA approval. Yeah. Then it skyrockets to $121 million, less than eight months. As we speak, it's hovering around $227 million. And according to documents that I have intercepted, including one from the Central Tender Review Committee, the Central Tender Review Committee protects itself against any future liability. They state clearly that, look, all of these variations, which have Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Exceeded the legally accepted threshold. They did not come for prior approval. They started their construction, went on a frolic of their own before they came for post-approval. So it is now documented by the Central Tender Review Committee that, look, we, we were not part of this. And all the procurement breaches that we have talked about earlier remain matters that we are still concerned about. The procurement was raked. It's not gone to court. The procurement was raked. They brought in, you know, companies that, I mean, some of them not registered in Ghana. The whole system was just raked, really. They, they, they did not respect the laws of our country. So just like the National Cathedral, you have a project which starts at $81 million. And now, if you add the cost of the land, we are in the region of $300 million. I mean, is that what you do at a time that you have made unprecedented losses? And don't forget that the crimes of this governor even go beyond just indiscretion and, you know, insensitivity and all of that. As we speak, this governor stands accused for printing money to the tune of 77 billion CDs. To save the economy. Nobody says don't save the economy. In 2020, when there was COVID and all of that, we are reasonable people as members of parliament. When they came, they knew what to do in 2020. We supported them. We all have unanimous approval. The, the, the law says, Section 30 of Act 91, it says that come for parliamentary approval. You don't, I mean, if your intentions are really noble, if really it was to save the economy and you were going to invest that money in areas that we can all consider acceptable, that will really save the economy, resuscitate this economy. Why didn't you bring it to Parliament? 
Why did you do it under the cloak of darkness? Why did you cover yourself so ingloriously and engage in this illegality on the blind side of parliament? Except to say and that they say it was later reported to parliament. It was not. When? Through by the finance minister. We have been asking when. Yes, he said by the finance minister. When, when he had come to parliament to brief the parliament on the arrangements for the IMF and the subsequent it is, uh, it, engagements on it that. Is, it is, it is, but they made references it is, to it that. Is, it is not true. It is not true. And look, as a, as a senior member of the House, mm -hmm. there are ways we go about passing resolutions, granting approval. Okay. You don't just come no, and... To and inform, I see they informed Parliament. That's what he says. They informed Parliament about it. Not that it was approved by Parliament. <laughs> that's basically what he was trying to say. Yeah, but, but, but look, let's do things properly. No, I, I get your point. Let's follow the law. I, I mean, and, and you see, don't forget, Raymond, mm -hmm. that this is a governor. Who, as we speak, has collapsed banks. They are senior managing directors of our country. Some of them, classmates of ours, we meet them, they are now Uber drivers. I'm sure you have mates who are doing well in the banking sector, top, top managerial positions. They are now struggling. The Governor Addison told them that they didn't follow due process. They acted illegally. There were corporate governance there issues. Were, yes, there were real corporate so who, governance so, there so, were real so can, you, so can you imagine somebody who has created 50,000 job losses in the banking sector and in the financial sector, who spent over 20 billion claiming that he's doing a cleanup, opting for the nuclear option when we always advise that, look, you, all you could have done, spend less than even 5 billion on this. Send board members, have an eye, and make sure that you salvage these institutions. They said no. But some of these we, banks we, we went have to, under administration we, we, for we, six we, good we, we, we have to, we have to, we have to descend heavily and punish them. Let's, let's set an example. And he, see his conduct. See what is it. Look, have you read, have you read the 2022 financial statement? Of the BOG. Of the BOG. I mean, it's, it, look, it's, it's one of the most scandalous documents I have read in recent times. Where, look, even the auditors, Deloitte, said that they hid their capital expenditure items away from the auditors. Mm. I need to... To the tune of 711 million Ghana cities. This is the last question I'll ask you on this particular mm -hmm. point. Yeah. I mean, to those who say this is much ado about nothing, you can't compare anybody to remove the governor of the Bank of Ghana, no matter the number of protests you embark on. Factual, right? It is not factual. It really? is not factual. Those who, look, even presidents have been removed by protest. Were we not here? People didn't follow the Arab Spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protests. Look, don't underestimate the power of the people. Presidents have fallen. Whole regimes have fallen. I recall how the Tunisian leader was running for his life, the Egyptian leader. You know, people were running. Leaders, so, commanders of armies, never underestimate the might of the people, the power of the people. So, look, if even presidents, authoritarian regimes have fallen, nobody should underestimate the anger. Look, we are talking about livelihoods that have been destroyed, people who have become jobless. Pensioners who can have access. Look, for the first time, we are hearing nomenclatures like financial haircut, debt restructure, and all of that. Nice names for pain, for anguish. You are running a, pro, uh, a program in recent times about 
how our, our compatriots can have access to dialysis care. To, 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 to dialysis care. You know, there's real anguish and pain in, 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 in the country. These decisions have destroyed so many families, so many livelihoods. Don't take these actions for granted. Look, how can you print 77 billion on the blind side of parliament and still make losses of 60.8 billion? And still, you haven't paid road contractors for many years. You owe them 15 billion. A lot of them are folding up. You have, you have not been able to pay school feeding caterers. You haven't paid food supplies. The last time, on I had to go and uh, offer them food and all of that when they were demonstrating not too far from parliament. I mean, that is the reality of the Ghanaian. So the least this governor can do is to resign. And let me take this opportunity to condemn the governor's conduct by not showing up to receive the petition. I ask him, how long is he going to be running away from the people? How long is he going to keep running? That's if he's elsewhere solving problems like meeting the IMF. Meeting the IMF. Yes. He was employed. He was, he, was, he was employed by the IMF. But we need a 600 million. Without that, we've been serious difficulties. The Ghanaian people, mm-hmm. the Ghanaian people, give him far more than he can get from the IMF, from our taxes. The amount of money he printed illegally is far more than what he's chasing the IMF for. So he has absolutely no excuse. I think what the governor did, he and his deputies, they only exhibited to the whole world how lawless they are, how disrespectful they are, how disdainful they are of the Ghanaian people. How, how do you treat the people's representatives this way? And, and you send some head of security and, and, uh, and, and you, accept, you, you, you want us to accept that when you have a governor and two deputies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I need to move it because of the other issues I want us to raise. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, BOG is important, but I actually think that we should get the other issues on board yeah. too. And if it's okay with you, I'm sure. moving to the... Uh, so, you were on a crusade, and this time you ended up at the airport, uh, what they call it, area. And you've been timing it, of course. First, you started with the Frontiers deal, then you appear to have stayed at the airport a while longer than that into now deals from heaven. Let's start with the frontiers part. And, I mean, sometimes conversations like this are to be careful so that we are not presuming people guilty, so that we don't incur any liabilities of any legal nature. Now, in the frontiers part, what exactly are you alleging is wrong with the arrangements that we currently have. Of course, they've still not submitted the documents to us, so we are flying blind on this. Yes. And that's where I would like to start from. We must condemn the Ghana Airport Company Limited for how they have treated the Ghanaian people, including you. And what is wrong with providing information? If you are proud of what you have done, you, you, you have not engaged in any wrongdoing, you have negotiated to the best of your ability on our behalf. You have conducted yourself in the national interest. What are you afraid of? Why are you so desperately concealing information to the extent that you are willing to pay 200,000 cities following an RTI commission fine to steal 
conceal the information. And you remember that since 2021, the early part of 2021, at the appointments committee, when I used to be a member before I resigned, all the ministers expected to know something about this deal. As soon as they don't, some of them don't even wait for me to finish the question. They say, please, keep us out. We know nothing about this frontiers arrangement. From finance minister to uh, information minister to foreign affairs minister to attorney general who was a member of the procurement board when he was deputy minister before he came for vetting uh, after his promotion to the transport minister. We filed urgent questions. No response. Chinese wall. They, they did everything to prevent us from getting this information, including senior journalists like Manasseh Azuria Wuni, who filed an RTI request, no response. Yourself, you're being treated with, 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 with utter contempt. Unfortunately for them, I have intercepted the offer letter that they wrote to Frontiers. And one can begin to understand when I intercepted it, I said, oh, la, la. This is why they don't want Ghanaians to know about this. How can you put aside the procurement law and say that you have had discussions in secret and based on those discussions, you make this offer? And in the offer, you say that the whole republic, Ghana Airport Company Limited, Look at the investment we have made at that place. Look at the cost of Terminal 3. You say that we, we want only $10. You are going to charge $150. You keep $140. We want only $10. I mean, you read this, and I was asking myself, ah, I wish your frontiers didn't draft this and just call the uh, managing director to probably put it on the Ghana airport letterhead. I mean, because it's incredible. Or did anybody put a gun to the head of Mr. Yaokwakwa? And what is even shocking, Raymond, is that when you go through this, there is really no standard for frontiers. Even how much they should invest. Blank check. Okay. And then this agreement was given to them for two years. So it didn't matter if we fought COVID and succeeded in two months. Or three months, it didn't matter. So that is that is what explains why, when many other airports in other jurisdictions they had stopped this airport testing, we're still on it. we were still on it. Several months after, I recall even President Mahama issued a statement that look, he's been traveling around. Nobody is doing this airport testing. Why is he? I issued statements. I raised it in Parliament. I now see why. It was offered to them for two years. So you just see an arrangement where. Classic create loot and share. It was not in the national interest. Let's go and just satisfy the interests of these Bacchanea entrepreneurs, our cronies, and then the nation can go hang. I have been asking myself, imagine how Noguchi will be looking today if Noguchi got this deal. Keep 140. Okay. We will take 10. By now, Noguchi will have made profits of over $130 million, as Frontiers did. And we will have been able to have more young people working at Noguchi. Noguchi will have revamped, bought new, new equipment. I remember during COVID, 
Yeah. They even launched an appeal. Yes. They were telling people that the equipments are obsolete and all of that. Or KCC, or Kolebu, even if we had said the three of them should share. And the, 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 the cruel part of this is that these were the people at the front lines. Some of them died. We've forgotten about those top professors, That's top true. researchers who died, sacrificed their lives. All we've done for them recently, the president gave them a posthumous award. They died fighting on our behalf. Where was Frontiers? Frontiers was nowhere to be found. This Frontiers company was hurriedly incorporated on the 21st of July, 2020. Less than two months before the airport was reopened. So they have no track record. You can't compare Frontiers to Noguchi or to KCCR or even some of the private entities, Medlab. Do you know, Raymond, that even Ghana Airport itself, they have a hospital. Do you know that? Yes. They, I have received calls from... Is I've it received, Health Authority? Yes. Exactly. I've received calls from some of the nurses there that, ah, we could even have done it. And we will have, we will have been able to expand, have, we will have had, raised IGF. So if even the Ghana Airport Company didn't want to look at Noguchi's direction or KCCR or Kolebu Central Lab, they themselves, their own hospital, I mean, how can we but be have so? They how how to can this? we be so wicked? Have they responded to they this? Are, they are dead silent. Dead silent. I mean, what what can they say? What 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 can they say? When when they can you, say when, that this is not an original document from them, they can say that no, the facts have been misconstrued. So, so 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 what is preventing them from saying it? That's what I'm asking. Whether they have given any response at all? No response. I mean, <laughs> not a single response. They and people should know that. Look, they are public officers. Yes. That. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Ghana Airport Company Limited belongs to all of us. Mm-hmm. It belongs to all of us. And see how you are conducting yourself. Going to the end of the world to prevent information yeah. from being made available to the people. On that matter, can you take up in Parliament? Yes, uh, I can confirm to you that we have filed a motion. We are asking for a full-scale inquiry, a parliamentary probe. Because, look, too much money that has gone into wrong pockets. And, you see, lessons must be learned. There has to be reforms. And people must be punished. Mm. Because, you see, sometimes I hear people say elsewhere that, oh, you know, it was during an emergency. So you can't really begrudge the public officers who engage in this. I say, no, please go and have a second reading of the Public procurement right act. Yeah, it makes it, room for emergency. It makes room for emergency. It makes room for catastrophe. Yeah, catastrophe. National disaster. It makes room for that. 
So there can be no excuse. There can be no excuse to do this. And you see, we are where we are because of the lack of love for our country. People just, to, people forgive just me, I need to interrupt. don't love our country. They are just not patriotic. I need to interrupt you because I want to hear about heaven one and two. Now, because I saw, proud to this conversation, that you had released heaven number two. I mean, I, to the core of it, because they say I have five minutes to wrap up. Yeah. What exactly are these heaven engagements about? You are basically saying that President Kufuado and the finance minister have granted approval for our prime airport lines to be handed over under what you consider to be the most shady of circumstances to a company known as Heaven Builders. Yes. Yes. And uh, I have you are proof incontrovertible documentation. Unimpeachable, irrefutable. You cannot deny the existence of this document. And if you read the contents of this offer and allocation letter, Raymond, you will be outraged. So, once again, and you see what is with these names? Having the last time it was National Cathedral, we are building for God. Meanwhile, we had no intention of glorifying God. Now it's Heaven Builders Limited. I thought that they would focus on the prepare our souls for heaven, but apparently they are materialistic. They want to land here on earth. So at and this, this, this is a giveaway. They are giving them 38 acres of land. And the hope is that they will come and invest in infrastructure. They want to do airport city phase two. Uh, so the airport lands left. There are about 93 acres of undeveloped airport land, which I thought we would have preserved, as many have preserved yeah. over a century. But the current leaders, as Kennedy Japon said, all royalties to him, they are looting like there's no tomorrow. So they don't care about tomorrow. They want to give out all the 93 acres. And they are saying that heaven builders should come and help them with some infrastructure. And you go through this offer letter, they put a figure, $85 million. But you don't get how they arrived at that figure. For the 30... For the, yes, that, for the road construction that okay. they, they are coming okay. to do. Mm. You know? And, and the, the fundamental question is that Ghana Airport Company, the land belongs to you. If you want to do some infrastructure and all of that, you can do it yourself. You don't need a middleman. You don't need these Bacchanian entrepreneurs to appear on the scene. You don't need them. Just by... Look, that's how President Mahama constructed Terminal 3 on the balance sheet of Ghana Airport Company. So you have the capacity to just invite even a consortium of local banks. They will be more than happy. This is airport residential, the primest of all places, prime, prime, prime location. And you don't need any middle entity. So the whole conceptualization, and what is even so nauseating is that once again, they ignore parliament. These are major decisions which you must open up, come to parliament. Let's have a debate. I spoke to the ranking member on the, on the Rules and Transport Committee. He was shell-shocked. They had attended workshops. They've engaged with the Ghana Airport. Never, not once did they mention that this deal was in the offing. And to make matters worse, having builders, they are so bold. Whoever is behind them, and then I know the calls are coming from the presidency. They're putting pressure on the managing director. And I have a statement. I've seen the airport company. Yes, yes that, that she is not expediting the deal. So she was even threatened with resignation. And the workers' union mm-hmm. had to issue this statement on the 16th of August. I have a copy here for okay. you, you know, uh, asking those who were behind this deal and putting pressure on her, you know, to back off. Wouldn't you believe that 
these heaven builders are so bold that they have written to the Ghana Airport Company Limited saying that the 38 acres is not enough for them. The 162. Out of the 90. Out of the 93. Now, the part two that I released today, I have revealed how, interestingly, there is a link between heaven builders and frontiers. Same promoters. The yes. Frontiers, the frontiers uh, healthcare, healthcare service. services limited. Yes, they have the same witness. If you look at their articles of incorporation, and because I had been told by insiders that the same people who came and fronted for frontiers are the same people who are fronting for heaven builders. Shocking. Then I have also published today independent professional assessment reports mm. from the Ghana Institution of Surveyors and another very reputable private firm known as Brightwater okay. Properties Investors Limited. And all of them say that this is a very bad deal. They are saying that even if having builders can raise $85 million, they shouldn't get anything beyond 40 acres. Not the 60 they are Not the 62 that they are asking for. So, I mean, it's shocking that these heaven builders are being entertained. This deal cannot be from heaven. It's from the darkest part of hell, Satan's hell. It's, it's, it's a hellish deal. There's nothing heaven about this. And that is why we are serving notice that when parliament resumes, we are going to scuttle this deal. We are going to summon all of them, and we are going to insist that they should take their hands off the 93 acres of land at the airport. I am grateful to you. Forgive me my time, Mr. But ladies and gentlemen, many thanks to you for joining us on today's edition of Affront. And Honorable, thank you so much. I, I, I'm looking forward to your next expose. Since you have taken part of our job and actually... Stand by, stand by for next week. Okay. That's an interesting one next Oh, week. next week too. Yes. Well, folks, that's where we end today's edition of Affront. Many thanks to you for watching. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.